Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, and my brand new book, Gut Feelings. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, we actually have brand new telehealth patient options now open and we have lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. And listeners of The Art of Being Well, we're giving away free signed books every single month, no matter when you listen to this episode. All you have to do for a chance to win is head on over to Apple Podcast and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself or you can take a screenshot of the Apple Podcast Review and message me with that screenshot on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And every single month, my team and I will be going through the messages on Instagram, as well as the Apple Podcast Reviews themselves and randomly picking winners every single month. I'll reach out to you. I'll ask which book you want me to sign and we'll send it out to you. All right, good luck. Let's get to today's guest. She is a dear friend of mine and we've worked together professionally as well. She'll tell you all about it. Her name is Jennifer Fisher. Jennifer is a modern master of disciplines who has reshaped the landscape of American jewelry by redefining what sentimental fine jewelry looks like in the 21st century. Fisher's modern approach extends to her fashion jewelry collection, which is crafted to the same degree as the luxury market. Dubbed the queen of hoops by the New York Times, her unapologetic approach to the art of jewelry has garnered the attention of celebrities such as Michelle Obama, Haley Bieber, Jennifer Lopez, so much more, as well as jewelry lovers worldwide. Fisher's love of home, family, and food has become a natural extension of her brand. You're going to learn all about it in today's episode. She is consistently working to create solutions for gaps in the market. Her trio of specialized salts, life hacks for nutritious, family-friendly food, and a fragrance of blended essential oils all bloom from Fisher's personally identified needs. 
This is one of my most favorite people. She's an amazing force to be reckoned with. You're going to learn all about her. This is Jennifer Fisher's Art of Being Well. Jennifer Fisher, the time has come. You're on the pod. I'm so excited (laughs) for this day. How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's so good to see you. Likewise. So let's maybe set the stage for everybody. How did you tell everybody how we met and, and we'll go from there. You know, it's so, this is so funny and it's so funny to start out with this, but like, I was thinking about this before we got on this morning and I was like, you know, I know this man so intimately. I'm like, he's analyzed my poo. Like, <laughs> it doesn't like, get more friends than like, that. I was like, we're really good friends. Like we've talked about things that I've never discussed with my husband. It's <laughs> the nature, so. nature of what I do. Yeah. Really? For real? So, well, should we talk about how I came to you and how I discovered you? And sure. How yeah, whatever you want to share. Let's, let's give people the, the insider story. Okay. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jennifer Fisher. I am a jewelry designer. I live in New York City. I grew up in California. I've been making jewelry about 18 years. I started my jewelry brand selling direct-to-consumer, fine, customizable jewelry. It has evolved over the years into salt in 2017. We'll talk about that and food. I also make a lot of hoop earrings, which you guys might know me for on a lot of celebrities. So I am a jewelry designer first and foremost, but I am very into health and wellness and food. And I discovered Will actually coming out of COVID. I have a hypoactive thyroid. I went through chemotherapy also when I was 30 years old for a desmoid tumor that's on my left chest wall that can't be removed. So I've had a lot of things that I've gone through through my life that has sort of thrown my body into ups and downs. And I've never really felt regulated until now. And I credit a lot of that to you, Will. I read, you know, when we were, I opened a store in Beverly Hills coming out of COVID. And it was that time when you had to quarantine for 10 days Mm -hmm. uh, before, you know, seeing employees and all that. So I was literally quarantining. I bought a bunch of books. And one of the books that I bought was Ketotarian. And I read it on the airplane. And it was literally like, it was so strange. And I don't know if it was right place, right time. I was about to turn 50. But it was that coupled with, you know, my ups and downs of struggling with inflammation and brain fog and everything having to do with having my health issues and just really feeling horrible coming out of COVID. Mm -hmm. Not really about weight gain. And it wasn't really about weight loss or weight gain. It was really for me about the brain fog and the inflammation in my body. And I read your book and it really was just such simple tools that really transformed the way that I think about how I feed my body, what, you know, I purchased the grocery store, how I feed my family. And it's such simple guidelines that I think, you know, and I talk about this on my food account, Jennifer Fisher Kitchen, to a lot of the people that follow me for my food and what I do in terms of cooking at home. You know, it was something that I was making excuses for so many years about, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't want to do the work. I think that's really what it is. And that's what I talk to so many people about. And they say, oh, well, I'm going to this party while I'm doing this. And I really, I'm just going to have a little bit of that, you know, cheese or this. And I, it makes me feel good. I'm like, well, it does, but it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know? So if you just give yourself, you know, I gave myself two weeks to eat the way that you recommend in Ketotarian. And it completely within, I have to say within like four days, I felt different. You know, it was like, it was literally like a, like a light went off and my entire life forever was changed because I finally stopped making excuses. Mm -hmm. And I finally just did the simple things to help remove the inflammation in my brain and my gut. And, you know, and then then we can talk about healing gut and all of that too, because that's a whole other thing that I've gotten into now that I feel so much better. It's so important. And people don't realize how simple it can be. Yeah. It's well said. And thank you so much for your kind words. And honestly, I, I haven't 
maybe told you this offline before, but I want to say just publicly to you, like, just thank you so much for your kind words, your support, like shedding light on our work here at the telehealth center. It means the world to me because I love what I get to do. And so many people still don't know about the agency they have over their body and the access they have maybe to have different perspectives within their wellness. Uh, so I do thank you so much. You're welcome. I mean, you, what you do is, is literally it's work that can change everybody's lives if they just listen and they just do it. It's really, it's really mind blowing and it's so simple. It is. And so then we, you kind of use the book and that's how I always see the books for people, no matter which one that they read is a springboard. Is it the right place, right time for them? If it resonates with them. And then we got a little bit, we got a lot more granular and you ran some labs and we dug even deeper. So let's talk about gut health. You brought it up. How's this gut health journey been for you? It's been great. I, you know, listen, I mean, I was, you know, for those of you who haven't done the work with Will that you guys want to do this and you're interested in doing this. And I tell people all the time, you know, it is very beneficial to go through the process of doing the labs with you. And it's, it is, I mean, you're literally spitting into a tube (laughs) every hour, you know, it's, it's, it's not something that's easy to do, but it like, it's very helpful to do it and to know in the end, sort of where you stand and where your body is. So, you know, what you need to do and what direction to go, you know, it's, it's analyzing your, your, poop. It's analyzing your hair. I mean, I had to cut hair out of the back of my head. And for me, having hypoactive thyroid, that's like traumatizing. I'm like every hair on my head is really important. (laughs) But no, I really, and then getting on with you and then talking through it and what I need to do and and the supplements that I need to be taking and what's missing from my body and what I could be doing better. And I mean, really just by going through all of these things with you, that was really quite simple. I got off of, you know, I was on four medications, I think at one point for my thyroid, I'm down to one now I'm just taking tyrosine, but I was already taking tyrosine when I'm, I was, I, you and I started talking, but I'm, I'm a big believer in tyrosine over synthroid just for me, because I think the absorption is so much better Agreed. personally, but it's just even more than that. It's going into, you know, making sure that everything is is wild caught. Everything is, you know, the, the, the meat is grass fed, cutting the dairy, you know, there's just, there's so many things that pass the labs, you know, cutting the gums out of your uh, condiments that are in your refrigerator. You know, there's so many things that people don't really talk about. People say, oh, you know, just don't eat dairy, don't eat gluten. And people are, I feel like a lot of people that I'm, I've been talking to, you know, they're getting sick by eating so many of these gluten-free products they don't realize are filled with garbage and filled with sugar and filled with seed oils. And, you know, no one talks about the seed oils. And it's just, it's these simple tools that I want to talk about with you and I today too, that, you know, so many people, it blows my mind. They don't realize that when you're going to a restaurant, you know, what you're eating, if you're ordering, even if it's a, a roasted something, it's roasted probably in seed oil, you know, cause it's mm-hmm. cheaper oils and people don't realize how to order in restaurants and, yeah. you know, so much. So much. And I think that let's talk about this. Cause you know, I have patients like yourself that travel a lot and mm-hmm. have to eat out or enjoy eating out. And I don't want people to live in a bubble and have to be isolated. And I want them to live their life. So this is a common question that I think a lot of people are that are listening right now are thinking, how do you do it? How do you eat, quote unquote, eat clean or eat foods that love you back when eating out? What are some pro tips that you have? 
Well, there's so many things. And this is one thing, you know, I get these questions. That's probably one of the questions I get the most because people see how much I travel and like, how do you do this? You know, well, first of all, be kind to whoever you are speaking to in the restaurant, which goes a million miles, you know, because it's not easy for restaurants to make substitutions for you. And it's, you know, it's difficult for a lot of them to do it. Uh, make sure that you're eating. I try to go to Mediterranean based foods. I try to stay to raw bar and shellfish and things like that when I'm eating out. Things that are simple that you're not taxing the people that you're asking that are working in the restaurants first and so that's really one thing that I do try to do. And it's easy and there's delicious things and you can, it's not restrictive. That's another thing that I want to really sort of circle in on today is that everyone's like, oh, it's so restrictive. I can't do it. Well, I drink alcohol. You know, that's, that's something that I do. That's not really the best thing to do also. Yeah. I saw you at that goop party the other week. <laughs> I was sober I, at that party. Oh, actually, okay. <laughs> I was, I was recommending to have a cocktail when in doubt, which is true. Yeah. But I actually, I had just come from a party at my store and I wanted to run by and say hi to everybody. I wasn't even supposed to go to that because I had another dinner to go to. And they grabbed me to do that quote. So that was kind of funny, but it went in doubt, yeah. order a cocktail. You wouldn't say that, but that's how I live. And that's sort of how I, that's another thing. I try to balance it. So I can't do whatever you recommend perfectly. Yeah. And I think that's part of it is that you have to tailor what works for you. Mm -hmm. And I always say to everybody, this is what works for me. This might not work for you, but this is what works for me. And it's your body and what you're ingesting is up to you. And that's your responsibility, what yes. you're putting in there. And it's really not that hard to be accountable for it. So when you're out, it's just about making choices. It's about A, not, you know, because when I started doing this, well, my friends would give me so much SHIT shit. Uh, I, you know, I'd be out and they'd be like, you eat the fries. And I was like, well, guys, let's get a hand salad. And I taught them how to order because they wanted to eat with our hands and they're drinking cocktails. And we actually did this at the Odeon up the street in Tribeca. I'm like, let's order a hand salad. So we got a salad with olive oil and lemon. And I got a little mustard on the side and I said, like, let's dip the lettuce with your hands into the mustard. And all of them were like, oh my God, this is so great. Why don't we always do this? I'm like, see, you don't need the fries. <laughs> it's sort of about kind of like making, not making fun of it, but just also kind of making light of the fact of what we're doing. We are going to feel so much better about it. So let's have fun with it and let's not be so serious about it. Yes. Yeah. There are times when I eat the French fries, not so much because I know it makes me feel terrible. But yeah. when you're eating out, you know, try for, go for a grilled piece of fish as long as it's wild caught. You know, I am eating more protein now. I wasn't eating chicken for a very long time. I am now, I eat a lot of eggs. You know, when you're out, if you're out for breakfast, for a breakfast meeting, try to order them or get like a soft boiled egg in the shell so I can control. And I add my own little salt with my travel stick packs and a half of an avocado with lemon and olive oil. So it's just sort of, you know, and I pack my own special creamer. That's another thing. People are ingesting so much terrible gums and their creamers and their almond milks, and they think they're being healthy and it's filled with garbage. I pack my own cream, uh, like powdered creamer with coconut sugar and cinnamon. Um, I really want to produce those one day because like people are like boggled. They can't, are they people are like, I have to drink my coffee black or with honey. I'm like, no, just prepare. I have these, I have these strange little Ziploc like bags and, and containers in my bag that have all of my hacks, but it really works. You know, it's just a sort of, and I always say to everyone, it's sort of like when you, you have to go to the grocery store a few times to get used to shopping the way that I eat and the way that we eat. But the first thing you need to do is clean everything out and then start from scratch and read mm -hmm. everything. And just, it's really just about making it simplicity and simplifying everything that you're eating. Like try to eat things that don't come out of a package, mm -hmm. you know, things I, like that. I love it. This is golden. Something that I've loved for years and take daily and my telehealth patients love it as well is AG1, I take it every day. It is something that's very simple, but you're getting so much out of it. It's a micro habit that has big health benefits for your whole body. I do it very simply. I will do just one scoop of AG1 in 
a mason jar of water right before I'm starting my day consulting patients online, mix it up in water. It's very easy. You can also put it in a smoothie as well. Some patients do that. Whatever floats your boat. I like to keep it simple. With just one scoop, I know that I'm getting the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers my nutritional bases. Look, I look at labs for a living. I see nutrient deficiencies all the time. You're filling in the gaps with the most common nutritional deficiencies with just one scoop of AG1. It's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, adaptogens. It's basically a multivitamin, multimineral, a green superfood, adaptogenic blend, gut health support, all in one that supports your mood, your immune system, your sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. I love that my AG1 is delivered to my house monthly so I don't have to think about it. When I'm traveling, I'll put the travel packs in my carry-on bag so I never miss a day. So if you want to take ownership of your health, today is a great time to start. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting, brain-supporting, immune system-supporting vitamin D. You get a whole year's free of vitamin D and also five free travel packs of AG1 with your first purchase. So you have to go to athleticgreens.com slash Will Cole. That's athleticgreens.com slash Will Cole. Check it out. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury and I am divorced, not dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorce Not Dead and lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. So take us through a day in the life. What's a breakfast, lunch, dinner of how you eat? So when I started, okay, so my salt company started in 2017 and I always felt that I had to eat breakfast because I have Hashimoto's. It was just this thing. And my endocrinologist, she got me off of gluten and she was like, you know, have protein for breakfast. It was sort of this thing. And so I was always eating eggs in the morning and I couldn't find anything to season my eggs that didn't have garlic or onion in it, or wasn't like a steak rub or wasn't like some potpourri tasting thing. Like it was all, (laughs) it was all just like nothing that I wanted. So I made this little concoction on the side of my stove that had all of the herbs and things that I like to eat. And my father, me being from California, he would ship me his lemons from his lemon trees and I would grate the rind and I would dry it and I'd put that in there. And it was this really amazing concoction of dill, cilantro, crushed chili pepper flakes, black pepper, Australian sea salt, and the lemon rind. And I started um, putting it on everything. And my husband was always like, this is really good. And then as one does, I put my egg avocado toast breakfast up on Instagram when everyone was doing that and being so annoying. I'm like, well, I have to do that. And I put it on my jewelry <laughs> account before I had my kitchen account. And literally more people, I always say this, tell the story, more people ask what was on that, that uh, egg avocado toast and like what hoops Rihanna had on in the photo before. <laughs> like, this is crazy. And then after I said, oh, I make it, people are like, can I buy it? So we started manufacturing and selling the salt. There's three, there's three now. There's universal, which is the original one that has no garlic or onion. There's spicy, which is the most popular one. And there's curry, which is the most exotic one, which is delicious too. Anyway, so I used to eat breakfast and that's how that started. I now intermittent fast, thanks to you. And I feel like a completely different person. So I don't normally eat until one or two o'clock. That lunch normally consists of, I try, I'm trying to make packing your lunch for work cool again. Like I make these jar salads or I pack my lunch, you know, cause if not, I'm ordering food and yeah, I'm ordering it from places that are healthy in New York city, but you still don't know what they're putting in it. Right. And it takes five minutes to prep your lunch. Like, I think it's cool to bring your lunch. Sorry, I love that. I, 
making packing your lunch for work cool. I I I never thought about it because I pack my lunch every day, but it probably is very uncool. So I love your mission here. So tell no. us about these jar salads. What are you putting in them? Oh my God, I put everything on my website. I've got a whole, it's so weird. Like I'm so weird. I have a recipe section on my website where I have all of these salads. I have all my cauliflower rices. I also have stuff. So I started cooking on Instagram on this Jennifer Fish at Jennifer Fisher Kitchen. During COVID, when I launched my collaboration with CB2, I have a lifestyle and home collab with CB2 that I did, which was like the worst timing in the world because the world shut down, but also the best timing in the world because everyone had to redo their house, like with <laughs> stuff that they could order online. So it was like the best selling cl like collab they've ever did. I think Amazing. to date, they still sell a lot of our stuff because it was all black, white, and gray. But anyways, during that time, I started cooking on Instagram and on stories, and it just kind of turned into this crazy thing. And at the time, I wasn't, I hadn't discovered you. I was just cooking food for my family. I'm like, hey guys, I'm a jewelry designer, but I'm also like a mom and I cook food for my kids and here it is. And at the time it had dairy and sometimes gluten in it. I wouldn't eat that. I would make two separate things, but now everything's modified on the website to where you can choose to have, you know, coconut sugar instead of cane sugar. You can choose to use dairy-free cheese instead of regular cheese, things like that. And where, where am I going with this? Where, where was I? I was the, the set, well, your lunch hack for bringing, right. oh. making, packing your lunch. <laughs> Yeah. So everyone, it's, it's, and I think it's a New York city thing and I don't know what it is. It's so weird. Everyone thinks like, Oh, you have to order your lunch. Like, why do you have to order your lunch? Like you don't know what's in that. It's like yeah. gross. So I started packing, I bought these, these glass jars literally on Amazon. And I started packing my lunch, like putting, you know, obviously things I put the dressing in the bottom with avocado and radish and things that could actually handle the dressing. So it wasn't making your green soggy. And I would literally just like line up and I've got, I think I have like 10 of them on the website and it's cool. And you feel so much better, you know, and if you have, you know, and by the way, when I eat those, I have a bag sometimes of Boulder potato chips because they're made, they're not plugging, not paid, just like they're good because they're made with avocado oil or mm -hmm. olive oil or whatever, ch chips or whatever it is. What's it is. your favorite dressing? What do you put at the bottom of that? Oh, I make my dressing, my mustard vinaigrette. It's on the website. Okay. We'll, we'll link to the website for sure. Like what's in it. I, I love that type of dressing. Oh, oh, it's so good. All it is, is it's red wine vinegar. It's sort of like a, a riff on. So I grew up in California. I went to USC and I'd always go to La Scala for the La Scala chopped salad. And that had a red, it was, and now I don't really like the salad because I'm like, my salad's so much better because it's not using, you know, watery iceberg, but I, it's really red wine vinegar, olive oil, mustard, my spicy salt, which makes it and a lot of crushed black pepper and a clove of garlic. And I, but I literally, I make it in the same size jars that I make my jar salads in because my husband literally drinks it. We put it on everything. Like <laughs> that's another thing I, I, people tag me on Instagram and they're like, look, I made one of your salads. And then they have like this crappy salad dressing on the side. I'm like, no, <laughs> you can't do that. That has, that has, that has sunflower oil in it. You can't eat that. Like People, people just have to learn. Like if you're going to do the work and make that beautiful salad, make sure you're putting something on it that isn't going to make you inflamed. Yeah. And isn't filled with sugar. That's what I, I can't understand. And I know maybe this is slightly maybe controversial, but I think that restaurants like Whole, or stores like Whole Foods with their salad bar, they do so much great to provide good quality food, organic options for people. But then their salad bar, they use all these seed oils. I don't understand it. I know. I don't understand it either. And what I don't understand also is like stores like that, you go by, you know, I, I walk by the fish section and obviously a lot of it is not wild caught, but then you see big giant jar or big containers of canola oil next to the, like the fresh fish section. Like it's so, yeah. it just doesn't, it's weird to me. It, yeah. It's so strange that they're pushing those kind of oils on people in that environment. I mean, it's just, it's, 
That's tricky. It's very tricky. And that's why I think that's why I just say you have to self-advocate for yourself and you have to just know the basics. And if you know the basics, which you can learn in your book, or you can learn just, you know, just by listening to me yell about you, you know, there's <laughs> there, it, it, it's so simple. It's just yeah. making the right swaps and everything, to be honest, like it tastes better now. People are like, ugh, you know, but what's interesting too, and this is one thing that I want to point out when I started doing it, I was, cause I love cheese. I loved cheese. I don't love cheese anymore, but I was obsessed with cheese. And so I remember being at my hotel and having, making them empty the mini bar. And I remember going to Whole Foods and I was, I bought probably 16 different types of dairy-free cheese. So I could try them all to see which ones that I liked. And that's another thing that people have to do. They have to try for themselves because what dairy-free cheese I'm, I love is not going to necessarily be the one that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I love the Trader Joe's vegan feta. I think it's amazing. I put it, I use it as a sub for everything and every salad, but you know, so, and then some of the ones that are super fancy, I don't think are so good. And a lot of them have soy in them. So you mm-hmm. have to just really watch what you're doing and try for yourself. And now I don't eat cheese that much anymore because yeah. I just don't love the options. Right. And you can get great quality cheese if dairy works for you, like sheep cheese, goat cheese, right. work well, A2 uh, grass-fed A2 cheese. So are you adding any protein to your lunch or are you just, Always. what's that look like? So I make this other thing. There's one other thing that I want you guys to link. It's my spa tuna that I have, I think there's 12 different versions of it on the website. It's delicious. Cause I hate mayonnaise. Mayonnaise skis me out so much. It's just this weird <laughs> thing for me. I don't know why I'm like, I know an aioli is just egg and oil and it's not a big deal, but there's something about mayonnaise that I just cannot tolerate. Is it like the texture, the look? Uh, I don't know. I can't even like, <laughs> There's, it's so, but I like ranch, which is so good, but I make a clean ranch that's made with coconut yogurt. So there's, yeah, the, the spa, mayonnaise the thing is gross. Tuna. What, spa what's tuna, it? yeah. it's, it's amazing. It's basically my mustard vinaigrette in with all kinds of goodies that you love. It's really like, so it's right now I'm really trending. I'm loving celery and white onion in it. And I'm adding that as a topping to my salad. Or what I'll do is I'll soft boil eggs. Or what I did this weekend, I actually did this really amazing sort of version of instead of doing like a soy infused egg, I did it with coconut aminos and I put, you know, ginger and garlic and uh, green onion and I left it overnight in the fridge, a six minute soft boiled egg. And it was delicious on my salad the next day. You know, so I try to keep it's normally tuna for me or eggs if I'm working, sometimes chicken, not as much. You know, I do try to watch the mercury levels and things like that, but or what I'll do too is, you know, if sometimes I'm lucky and I get to work from home, if I'm doing something like this today, I can make myself a piece of fish. So mm-hmm. I keep frozen wild caught fish in my fridge at all times. And I know, you know, I'll make a piece of cod. I have a really great cod recipe for tacos or for salads. It's delicious. So Amazing. protein to me is really, really important. Cause at one point when I started this, I don't think I was ingesting enough protein and I got, I got very thin and yeah. I, I just feel like my body atrophied a little bit. Yeah. So now I've, I'm bumping up the protein Good. and working on um, light, you know, more weight training with my Amazing. Pilates. Yeah. It's yeah. so important for, for everybody. This podcast is sponsored by Relief Band. As a health and wellness, functional medicine podcast, I always want to give the best advice for people when it comes to their health. When it comes to nausea, you have to check out Relief Band. Man, I I think this is such a smart thing. It's the number one FDA approved anti-nausea wristband that has been clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemotherapy, and so much more. Their technology allows you to tap into your body's nervous system. I have used this for years. Whenever I'm on a boat, when I've I've done in the past like cruises with my family, my kids, I will have these so I don't get any 
motion sickness, no sickness at all when I use this. And also our telehealth patients, this has been a game changer for people that have morning sickness or prone to migraines, have anxiety. It's a great way to calm your nervous system and support that vagus nerve, support that gut-brain axis. Relief band stimulates a nerve in the wrist that travels to the part of the brain that controls nausea. It blocks the signal your brain is sending your stomach telling you you're sick. It's 100% drug-free, non-drowsy, and zero side effects. It's that simple. Plus, Relief Brand both treats and prevents nausea so you can help avoid nausea from becoming a problem in the first place. So preventative. And they've got an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating and over 100,000 satisfied customers So if you want to tap into your body's natural healing system to actually relieve your nausea quickly and effectively, check out Relief Band. Right now, we've got an exclusive offer just for the Art of Being Well listeners. If you go to reliefband.com and use promo code WILLCOLE, you'll receive 20% off plus free shipping. So head to R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D.com and use promo code WILLCOLE for 20% off plus free shipping. That's reliefband.com. Use promo code WILLCOLE for 20% off plus free shipping. So the tuna, you mentioned like mercury. It's, I We get that question a lot. Oh, are you worried about that? Where do you go for like the cleanest low mercury fish? Do you have any pro tips there? Yeah, I mean, I love wild, uh, what is wild, it? Uh, wild Planet. Wild Planet is my planet, favorite. Yeah. I do get the skipjack. I do like the albacore better. Um, but Skipjack obviously has the lower mercury levels. Um, so I'll try to alternate it. They also make an amazing, have you tried the chorizo tuna that comes in the pack? I have. It's amazing. I love it. I yeah. love, So sometimes I keep those on my desk at the office. And that's another thing too, which is a great hack for lunch at work. A whole avocado, that with a bunch of olive oil and my spicy salt. And I'll eat that sometimes with chips as lunch. And it's like the perfect lunch. So there's like really no excuses for people that are sort of like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time to meal prep. You know, I get that all the time. And I'm like, I, it doesn't take that long. Yeah. It really is just a mindset of like, okay, this is what you buy. This is what I take. I throw it in my bag. I always make sure this is another thing too. I wash, you know, about six heads of romaine at a time and I spin it and I keep them in my fridge. You know, it always helps to put a paper towel in there. It helps absorb the moisture, the lettuce lasts much longer in your fridge. And Mm -hmm. that's always a great base. And I always keep 24 ounce bags of organic cauliflower rice. You buy those at Whole Foods Mm -hmm. because they make the best run, the one, the best one. And that's always sort of a base that I use for most of my, my nights because my husband is keto. So we, he eats the same way that I do. Amazing. But he does, he eats dairy. Got it. So see, everybody's different. And like you said, mm-hmm. be be your own self-advocate and explore what works for you. So what's now we're at dinner. What's a typical Jennifer Fisher dinner look like? So I'm cooking for my, a lot of times, you know, I'm cooking for my whole family. So I'm cooking for my kids. I'm cooking for myself. I love grass-fed ground beef. You know, it's so funny. I have this thing about ground meat. It makes it more palatable for me for some reason, because I can really season it and really flavor it really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a lot of tacos. We use the Siete taco shells because those have no no bad, no bad gums in it. A lot of the t- tortillas that they make do. So I'm just super careful about that. But you can have a hard shell taco. It's delicious with gra- you know, grass-fed ground beef. I'll use that Trader Joe's vegan feta. And I make a slaw too. I make a really good simple slaw that I use as well as like a taco topping. Um, so we do, it's really like a lot of, it'll be a fish. It'll be, I do a lot of shrimp. 
a lot of ground beef, a lot of ground turkey. I tur- I also uh, make a really good homemade turkey breast too that my kids love that you can use as sandwich meat too. Because that's another thing. There's so much garbage in sandwich meats for kids. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. my kids are older now. My son's going to college. And so they're out and they're eating a lot on their own too. That's one thing. Also, you know, I just try to teach them, you know, and, and, and you know, have them mirror me a little bit, you know, what, mm-hmm. how I eat and their choices. So like the other day, it's so funny, my daughter, because she was eat, going for pizza every day. So I'm like, what do you have for lunch today? I went to pizza. And so the other day she sent me a text. She's like, mom, look what I got. And it's like a colorful, beautiful quinoa salad. You know, I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Like yes. I always say, I, I I just try to say, eat as much color as you can a day. Try to not eat brown food because mm-hmm. you're out with your friends and you're having a good time. Just try to eat some color. Yeah. I love that. So, right? I mean, that's another thing that comes, that's coming to mind of the people ask, Oh, I have kids. I have a busy lifestyle. You have an extremely busy lifestyle and you have children. So what do you say to the person that says, okay, my kids, they would never eat that. They're super picky and maybe they're starting to eat clean. So they're afraid of sort of the blowback and like the coup d'etat that will happen in the home if they start like changing things in the house. Well, you know, every kid is different. So, you know, my, my son will, you know, when I was doing gluten-free, he would eat gluten-free pasta, which I don't eat anymore. I now just eat cassava pasta, but, uh, and my kids, that's made me really clear. My kids don't eat exactly the way that I eat, but my kids do eat very well. So they will have the protein that I make normally with some sort of a rice dish or a pasta or something. But I always make sure I, I, what I do with kids, and this is a great hack, I cut up a ton of vegetables and I leave them on the kitchen counter. So I leave cut up carrots, cut up cucumbers, cut up red peppers. And I also roast all of my vegetables, you know, cauliflower, broccoli, green beans, kale, everything in my spicy salt and olive oil. And I leave it on the counter and my kids will literally walk through and they don't realize they're eating it. It's like the best mind game in the entire world. Cause they're, they're talking to you about their day and they're hungry. So they're just reaching for that and they're reaching for vegetables. So that's my sneaky way of getting them to eat vegetables. And now they love vegetables. And I also make them now have like a side salad at dinner just something. So they're eating more vegetables, you know, they're going to go and they're going to go to Chick-fil-A with their friends, their teenagers, like that's going to happen. And, you know, they're going to go to Dunkin' Donuts. They're going to go and do all those things to be with their friends and they're having a good time. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to try to regulate. And this is what I say. I never try to regulate my children outside of my house. I try to teach them to make good choices and make mm-hmm. better choices. Yeah, That's it. That's all you can do. And there's no reason to, you know, I let my kids eat whatever junky snacks they want. I do. Because mm-hmm. I would rather, and and now what's so funny is I that sometimes when I'll buy some of those things that are not perfect snacks, they don't eat them anymore. Yeah, I, I see that all the time with with my son now, who is a very picky eater, and but he's making choices now at 16 years old where he just doesn't like feeling like crap, so he will naturally right. gravitate towards things that love him back, and it's these seeds that we plant when they are younger or no matter what age that your children are, start now to start planting seeds. It's, it's rarely too late when they start, like you say, mirroring, like lead by Mm -hmm. example, lead by example. Right. I mean, I was fed garbage when I was a child, but I, I mean, it was great. It was fun. I mean, I would go, my parents would, you know, it was fruit cocktail and American cheese and wonder bread and things like that. I mean, I'm dating myself. I'm older and my parents didn't really care about that kind of stuff. And it, it it's, I really think that it's important and I, somehow I've transformed, but I think that my kids are one step ahead, sort of seeing how, you know, they drink water. They, I don't keep soda in my house. My kids, my, and my kids don't even drink it. Like sometimes we'll go out and they're, they're like, Oh, can I have a Sprite? Sure. 
Mm -hmm. like just try to get them to drink water and to, you know, just things like that, that so many people think that they have to keep Gatorade in their house for their kids. You know, I just keep waters in my fridge and when all the kids come over, they just grab waters. Yeah. You know, if it's there for them, they're going to probably, you know, take it or not. It's just, it's just a matter of just, just giving them options and making sure that you're sort of like, did you drink enough water today? Cause sometimes they're like, I have a headache. Did you drink enough water? Mm -hmm. You know? Just simple things. I love it. So you mentioned these brilliant, beautiful salts that have a cult following. So you, we kind of mentioned the launch. Was the launch because you were kind of curating it yourself with like the lemon zest from your dad in California. Is that how it started? And then what at what point were you like, okay, I want to make this so other people can get it as well? So it sort of sort of quickly evolved into well when I when I did that thing on Instagram and everyone wanted to buy it I then it was sort of the pro- right timing right place right time it was time to do holiday gifting for magazine editors and you know I'm like I'm not going to send them a bar of chocolate with my face or my logo on it let's send them something like that they can use because at the time when magazines were still there were still a lot of magazines and everyone was working late hours during the holidays, I sent them an avocado. It was like the craziest undertaking for my team because we <laughs> had to make sure that they were in the office so the avocado and the lemon wouldn't rot. So it was an avocado, a lemon, my spicy salt, a bag of, of tortilla chips, and a little uh, chili oil, olive oil. And it was sort of instructions on how to make your own avocado mash at work. And it was literally, well, it was like the craziest thing. I've never gotten more thank you notes from editor in chiefs of magazines, like before in my life, they're like, this is brilliant. And they're like, can we write about the salt? And can we buy the salt? And I was like, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> time to make it. So we figured out how to, how to make it. And I mean, we started with a tiny organic co-packer outside the city and started doing it. I mean, it's now it's, it's crazy how much salt we sell. Well, it is, it's thousands and thousands and thousands of jars. It's literally mind boggling. That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> you talk about, I mean, you're, it's just such a testament, I think, to your authenticity. That's like I love you, love it, you believe it, you. It's right. changed your life. So you're putting out something that's just truly authentic and organic, and it comes to fruition. It's such a beautiful yeah. thing to see. Thank you, thank you. It's sort of how my jewelry brand started. When I had my son Shane, you know, I went through surrogacy two tw- two times. It didn't work. Not a lot of people know this story, but I had a surrogate carry for me in California twice because my oncologist didn't want me carrying the child because my tumor grows from estrogen. And so it was, and she, it didn't work and she quit. And then I ended up getting pregnant naturally. And that was my son, Shane. And I had him and my tumor actually shrunk. I'm like a case study in Emory now of women that have these tumors that go on to have children and actually have them shrink. So when he was born, people were giving me gifts to represent him. Hmm. And I was like, all this generic stuff. And I was like, I wanted to say Shane. His name is Shane. This was a really big deal. It took me forever to have this child. So I literally like knocked on doors. You know, I was a wardrobe stylist before. I don't know if you know this. No, I didn't. Uh, That's what I did. I literally had a full career in Los Angeles as a wardrobe stylist before I became a jewelry designer. And I literally was knocked on doors. I had someone make it for me. I wore it on a heavy, long gold chain on set. And it was, and everyone, it was an instant conversation piece. And everyone said, can I have one? Can you make me one? Are you selling them? It was sort of like the salt. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, it's kind of the same thing. That's how all my businesses have started. And the salt is a little weird. People are sort of like, you're a jewelry designer and you have salt. I'm like, yeah, so what? (laughs) I love it. You make it that cool as well. (laughs) Have you heard about ClearStem yet? If you haven't yet, after this episode, go back and listen to my conversation with Kaylee and Danielle from ClearStem Skincare. It will blow your mind. ClearStem is a revolutionary skincare brand that is doing so much for anti-aging and also anti-acne breakouts with zero hormone disruptors or toxins. The brand was founded in San Diego by these two amazing women, Danielle and Kaylee. 
The co-founders met when Kaylee was suffering from severe cystic acne, searching for answers and found the San Diego Acne Clinic. The two bonded over their mutual passion for holistic skincare and whole body wellness. After doing their due diligence and finding that existing products contained poor clogging ingredients or toxic chemicals that disrupted hormones, they decided that their clients and the world deserved better. Together, they began working with a world-renowned cosmetic chemist, developing a serum that helped reverse acne scars, regulate hormonal oil production, reduce redness and inflammation, and increase collagen and elasticity in the skin. Danielle and Kaylee decided to partner in 2017 to dedicate their lives and careers to create clear stem skincare, non-toxic skincare that actually works to create positive change without sacrificing health. I love all of Clear Stem's products, but I'm extra in love with their hormonal acne supplements. You can support your skin from the inside out as well as the outside in. It's called Mind Body Skin. Check this out. It is science-backed and it is a great natural alternative to Accutane. Go to clearstemskincare.com. Use code WillCole for 15% off your order. That's Clear Stem Skincare. C-L-E-A-R-S-T-E-M-S-C-I-N-C-A-R-E.com. Clearstemskincare.com. Use code WillCole at checkout for 15% off. If you had to pick, I know it's probably like picking one of your children, but what's your favorite salt if you had to say? Or maybe this- it's spicy one. Okay. Spicy, spicy, spicy. To me, I use, so the cool thing about the salt is that you can use them as a seasoning salt to pre-season your food before you cook your protein. And then you can finish with them and you can combine them. So sometimes I'll cook in spicy salt and finish in curry salt. Curry is like amazing. It's this amazing, beautiful Japanese curry that is delicious on avocados and tomatoes and eggs. Universal is obviously the easiest one. Um, but I have kids like, well, it's crazy. Kids, my kids go to camp and these kids at camp are obsessed with the salt and they bring the salt to camp to help the camp food taste better. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, and then you have this like massively popular, these travel sticks. I have uh, so many patients of mine talk about the travel sticks. Do they really? <laughs> yes. And they, cause it is one of those things where the salt in restaurants are, well, I'll let you talk. Like why, why is this uh, such a game changer? So it's kind of one of those things. It was one of the, I, you know, the salts became so culty popular that I would, I would literally get these people tagging me on vacation in like Mexico with their jars of salt. And I was like, well, that's a pain in the ass. I have to carry that around. <laughs> and I was literally doing it too. I was like having to carry this heavy jar or you put it in a bag and it looks like drugs. I'm like, this is not, this is not. <laughs> not cool. the look I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> not the look I'm going for. So I was like, let's put it into actually my husband, Kevin, who runs my business. I believe I have to credit him with his original idea of putting it into the stick packs but to make the little tiny packs and put it in your purse. I mean, I, but they're also like, I hand them out at restaurants. Like people are like, you're salt. I'm like, here, have one. And I throw it to them <laughs> in my purse and <laughs> like restaurant. A missionary of salt. <laughs> no, but it just, it's, it's, so we do it spicy and universal coming these little stick packs or packs of 20, literally throw them in your bag. And I get people messaging me every day. Like, oh my God, thank God I was out. And I was at a restaurant and they served me a really bland piece of fish and I had your salt and some lemon and it's perfect. So it's just one of those things that you kind of always need with, once you've tried it 
and you're kind of into it, I'll send you a bunch of those. So you have that. Oh yeah. I would love that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about like just the quality of salt difference, like beyond the taste, obviously it tastes amazing. And that what, that's what mostly motivates people, but the quality of the ingredients. And I think salt's such a universal thing in a way like table salt, right? What's the mm -hmm. difference between regular old table salt and what you're talking about here? So ours is, it's non-iodized salt. So the table salt that you use when you're, you're, you know, growing up with that, you know, that comes in that big container is iodized salt. So the salts that we're working with, when I started off, I remember being online and I was like, okay, the most natural, best, you know, because I was like, I want it to taste like it came off the boat. Like you mm -hmm. scraped the side of your boat <laughs> and you got this salt from the sea. So I, we started using Australian sea salt. So salt that literally like comes out of the ocean that is like the purest form of salt. You know, you can speak more on like the nutritional values of, of, of the differences between the two. But for me, I was like, it has to be just pure salt. I would mm -hmm. never use that garbage salt in my in my salt because it's just not healthy and it's not good for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, what's so funny, too, is my growing up, my parents, even though they was serving me fruit cocktail and Wonder Bread. My father always barbecued and he always used better salt. He never was buying that iodized salt, which is mm -hmm. interesting too. So I guess that was one thing from childhood growing up that yeah. my father was always looking for interesting salts. And, you know, people are asking me, why didn't you want to use pink Himalayan salt? And I'm like, cause I didn't, but I probably, you know, should for one eventually we've got more coming out. Oh, that was my next question. So what does it, I mean, the, I think the coffee creamer, you heard it here first. Right? That's your next, that has to be, and maybe not the next thing, but one of the things. I have but two things coming out tell, that are new. Tell us. I have two things that are coming out. Uh, my publicist is going to kill me. One is, you know, everyone loves everything seasoning. So I'm doing it. An, and everyone loves it. Like pretty much everyone who's tried my salts loves spicy salt. So we're going to do an everything spicy. Love and it. then we're doing, so my father passed away, unfortunately, in I July. I'm sorry. Oh, thank you. And so I'm doing some sort of an ode to my father. So I've been working on a rub seasoning for people for, for grilling and things like that. So that'll oh, probably sweet. be this summer. Yeah. But, and then there's a few other things that I'm working on that you could probably guess have to do with um, convenience of, you know, travel or also convenience in your home. You know, there's lots of things that I grew up with that were really good ideas, but they're made with qual like terrible quality ingredients. So, mm -hmm. you know, why can't I make my version of something like that that makes mm -hmm. it simple for you to, to create meals at home and to do things that are, mm -hmm. you know, so for people that really don't want to take the time, like, you know, I'm mixing my own blends and I'm doing my own seasonings for everything that I cook, whether it's chicken, fish, whatever it is, I'm sort of doing it from scratch. A lot of people don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of opportunity. There's I a lot of it. things. So stay tuned, everybody, because I, I really see this as being like the salt's just the beginning. This is really you sharing your heart and giving people resources and tools to live a cleaner life, live a more vibrant, healthy life. Uh, but make, taking the guesswork out of it, which I think is really helpful for people. Right. Yeah. You know, I live, I work so, you know, I, for so long, I lived thinking that I was doing the right thing by, you know, paying for programs that were, you know, foods that were just not good for you and, and mm -hmm. being steered the wrong way. And I, oh, that's, that's why I think what you do and the book is so great and so life-changing is that it just simplifies all of those sort of questions that you've been wondering, you know, should I, I shouldn't I be doing it and being misled by so many, so many years from people that are nutritionists or people that are selling like a certain program for you to drink powders or elixirs or, you know, things like that, you know, and I know there are some out there that are good, but mm -hmm. I, you know, the ones that I had experience with were not. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, I just try to sort of just share whatever I've been through, you know, I've been through this that didn't work for me. This works for me. This might work for you. And if that's helpful, that's great. Yeah. So we've been talking about the salt brand, the wellness side of Jennifer Fisher, but then obviously I'd like to talk a little bit about the jewelry line uh, for people that are maybe 
they they don't know about your work. I mean, you're huge in the industry. So for people yeah. that are interested in this sort of stuff, like who are the people that people would know, right? The world would recognize them that wear your stuff. It's everybody. I mean, just name some people. We're really fortunate. Listen, you know, an early supporter of my brand was Rihanna. I met her a million years ago. She showed up to my tiny little studio in Soho and like hung out for hours and we became friends then. J-Lo wears my hoop earrings, you know, Hailey Bieber. I little known fact too, this was like back in the day when they did the first Sex in the City movie, I made hoops for Sarah Jessica Parker, these beautiful thin diamond hoops that she wore in the movie and some bracelets. So, you know, I, I it's kind of like, you know, we've got, we get a lot of musicians, which is really fantastic. You know, Cardi B, like, you know, you kind of name it. We're, we've been really lucky. For me, it's very important. You know, I was a stylist before. I like to credit that to the fact that we are very fortunate in our celebrity placement. I always say, when I see JLo going to the gym in my hoops or Haley like out getting a smoothie, wearing my jewelry, when I know that she was not dressed by a stylist or paid and she chooses, they choose to wear my jewelry, that's the best thing in the world and the best feeling. Or if I'm walking down the street and I see a woman, one of my charm necklaces, you know, really the heart of my business is customizable fine jewelry that really is there to represent milestones in your life. You know, having a child, you know, graduating, you know, it's sweet 16s, things like that. You know, there's there's everything that we can customize things for. We've got a billion charms and bracelets and everything. So we really have something for everyone. And then we have the, the hoop collection, which is a costume jewelry line, but we also make the hoops in fine also. So we it. kind of do a little bit of everything. I love it. And something that I learned talking to you over the years is that, at, I don't know if it's changed, but at least at some point it was, you're this massive name in the industry and it's you and your husband running the business. It's not some massive corporation behind it, some massive apparatus. I mean, is that still no. the case? And like, what's, what's your secret to that? So, you know, we are completely self-funded. We have no outside investors. Uh, this this brand, my son is turning 18 in March. So my company is 17 years old. You know, we've done this without any investors, blood, sweat, and tears. I've worked my ass off to get here, but I'm not even close. Like, I feel like we're just starting, which is so amazing. So my, Shane's going to college, Drew, my daughter is a sophomore. I really wanted to make sure I've been fortunate enough to build this brand sort of on like, you know, we've done it, you know, grassroots on the DL, not with a huge wholesale business, really direct to consumer to really start to blow it up and have more retail locations and to really make this a much bigger brand. Mm -hmm. Every day is a very interesting challenge, <laughs> but it's imagine. fun. You know, well, we, we're now at the point now where we need to start, we need to start uh, going out for a little, a little investment. So we're, yeah. we're working on that right hey, now. Hey, I mean, but it's been, so, I mean, it, it, of course there's a different season and maybe a different level, but to go this long doing that just to you too is pretty impressive. Yeah. We're still married, which is crazy. I was going to ask that. Like, <laughs> how does that work? I mean, if it would not work for everybody. What are yeah. some, some secrets to this success there? Well, communication is really, really important. And our communication is, you know, we, he, listen, he's a really great guy. He's the yin to my yang. He's super chill. He, I'm super high energy. He's super chill energy. He, if we were the same, we would have killed each other long ago. <laughs> so, you know, I always credit him to sort of calming me down and he's just, he makes me laugh. That's another thing. Laughter and he's funny and he's an amazing father to our kids. So, you know, we've been really, really lucky. It's, it is not hard. It is not, it's not, it is hard. And it is every day is some, some disagreement in the kitchen, which is kind of funny. And it's normally me cooking and I'll say something to me like, not now. I'm, I, I used to always say, I don't go to therapy. I cook, but because it used to, it, it really is yeah. like therapeutic to me, but I do go to therapy now since my father has passed away and I do both. So it's, it's just the kitchen to me is sort of this calm place. And so when he brings work into the kitchen is when I get kind of 
get out. Like, get out of my therapy room. Get out of my room. <laughs> he knows better. So as you know, the podcast, it's called The Art of Being Well. At the end, this is your art of being well. This is, I'm going to throw different questions. I'm going to pick your brain on different facets of wellness. The first question is, what is the worst tasting healthy food that you still eat because it's maybe you love how it makes you feel, but it still tastes freaking disgusting? I don't eat anything that tastes disgusting. One thing that I don't love the taste of is, well, no, what do I not, what do I eat that's, you may not because you're putting no. your salts on everything. <laughs> no, everything tastes really good. There's nothing that I wouldn't eat. Why would I eat anything that tastes terrible? I love that answer. I love that answer. Yeah, Some people no. will say, maybe they'll say cod liver oil or they'll say organ meats or they'll- Oh, I don't eat either of those. That's why. <laughs> I love it. Oh. See, this is what Jennifer has done. She's brought oh. in things that I've suggested and she's made it her own. And look, yeah, that's no, the would... art of wellness and I'm all right with that. Yeah, I would never eat either of those things. Sorry, Will. <laughs> <laughs> or vegan A's. Disgusting. <laughs> What's your dream vacation? I, like ideally out of everything. I just had it actually. I, you know, I'm I'm sort of a city girl. I love tra so I love traveling and I love city travel. Like for me, sitting on a beach is a total waste of time. I, you know, I do it's fun to go to St. Bart's with the family and take the kids and go to Nikki Beach and do all those fun things. But my favorite trip, we just we took kids to Paris for Christmas and it was so such an incredible trip. You know, I love city cities, like city ex exploration with my family or city exploration with my husband, Barcelona, Spain. I'll, I, I took my daughter to Tokyo. So I'm kind of one of those ones that likes to go to a big city and yeah. just like go. I love those that. are my dream. I love that. What are the favorite things that you did in Paris? Oh, eating. <laughs> <laughs> you ate, ate around Paris. And we ate around Paris. What's your favorite place that you ate at in Paris? So we went to, so have you been to Gigi's in Paris? I've never been to Paris. Oh, you haven't? No. There's so many amazing restaurants in Paris. There's a, the best restaurant in Paris. It's called Le Bon George. It is this funky French place on a corner run by the most amazing, kind, sweet Frenchman. And they have the, it's the best steak. I did eat fries. Sorry, I did eat fries in France. They cook them in that fat. Oh, no, sorry, needed. Exactly. So I, you know, red wine and steak. We had I, Le Bon George for lunch is literally a dream. But I did, you have to, you should be proud of me. When I go to Paris now, I don't eat, I don't feel like I have to have a croissant. I don't feel like I have to have a baguette. I don't, I, it's funny. I just, I don't, it's this weird thing that just doesn't anymore. It doesn't like tickle my fancy. I love it. So yeah. now I, this is a good segue for this. What's your favorite restaurant in New York City? What's your favorite restaurant in California? And both places, what do you order there? So, oh God, that's tough in New York to say because I'm friends with so many guys in the restaurant industry. So, <laughs> okay, well, anyone that knows me knows that I'm at Mr. Chow's all the time. I'm at Mr. Chow's all the time because my first apartment that I bought in New York City was on North Moore Street. And I literally started taking my kids to Mr. Chow. I'll take you when you come. And they'll, they make they make clean food for me secretly, but they get mad when um, people <laughs> ask for it. I ordered the steamed shrimp and I, ma I made up this dish at Mr. Chow's. It's steamed shrimp and they give it to me in the lettuce wraps that they put the, the um, squab wraps in. And I use green onion and cucumber and it's the most delicious Anyways, Love so like I'm at Mr. Chow's a lot because it's fun and they're like my family and my kids, like when they were three, were taking reservations on the phone there. And it's like, <laughs> literally was like my cheers diner. There's a restaurant in New York. My friend, John McDonald owns, it's called Lure Fish Bar. It's delicious. It's incredible. It's so easy to eat clean there. They have oysters. To me, they have the best sushi in New York City, personally. 
but they also have amazing fish and anything else you want in terms of they've got snow crab claws. It's just, it's so easy to eat clean there. So I am there all the time. And John is an amazing operator and restaurateur and he does a really, really good job with all of his restaurants. So that's New York. Um, in LA, I don't, you know, I go to a lot of different places in Los Angeles because I'm out for work all the time. And sometimes I can't choose, but one place that we always go is sort of the polo bar or, or the polo lounge. Uh, well, the polo bar in New York too is another good one. Uh, the Polo Lounge in in Beverly Hills for lunch a lot because we can do salads and they tweak everything for us and they'll do everything. They'll t- you could take basically take everything out of the salad and add other things into it. And they have fresh coconuts that you can get down by the pool. So you can order a full fresh coconut because a lot of times we're out in LA and I've had a little too much to drink the night before. So it's always good to have a fresh coconut and it. a salad. Some electrolytes yeah. back in. Exactly, exactly. And you're from Santa Barbara originally, right? I grew up in Montecito, my grandfather. So this is a small little thing too of how jewelry was sort of embedded in my brain without me knowing it. My grandfather was a polo player in Santa Barbara, but also he 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 taught like Tommy Lee Jones and Sylvester Stallone and all those badass guys how to play polo. But he also in his spare time was a silversmith. And my father always made sure that my grandfather had a workshop in wherever we lived. We, my father, we did Spanish estates in Montecito. So we moved around to different, different homes a lot. And he would kind of move with my dad's projects. And my grandfather in his cowboy hat would be sitting out in the garage with his file, like fight. He made the most beautiful Western belt buckles, bolo ties, you know, collar tips, like everything, amazing stuff for all of his friends, money clips. And so my father actually started doing that too. So I just actually went through, my father passed away. I went through and pulled all the things that were special to me from them. Just my memories of them. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Do you, what do you think of all the, the, especially during the past few years, during the pandemic, the amount of Los Angelinos that have moved up to Montecito? What do you think of that? Have they changed Montecito? Yes, <laughs> totally. I, I'm sort of one of those, I'm the old school Montecito girl. Like I, when the Miramar was my beach club, when I was a kid and there was a hot dog cart, it wasn't a Rosewood. It was, the, it was, a, there was like a, a two pools and a hot dog cart and a popsicle cart and the train would go through and we'd stick pennies on the train track and like almost get hit by trains. And it was like, not, it was a cool beach club to go to. This guy Jacques would ride around on his, on his bike and be like, are you a member? It was like, it was just this cool, <laughs> you know, Santa Barbara, sleepy beach town. We'd surf, you know, I'd go, all the boys would surf down there by Miramar and we'd all, you know, wander around Montecito and hitchhike and do crazy stuff that you can't do now. Now, how but it's times so have fancy changed. now. It's, oh, so, it's so fancy. fancy. It's yeah. so fancy now. So I was like, I was an old school Montecito girl. So some of that stuff is kind of like, I mean, I don't blame them from leaving LA to go to Montecito. It's beautiful. But I, quite frankly, I actually just went up there for my father's memorial and I stayed at the Rosewood and we went out and I, it's just not a lot to do there. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's beautiful. I wouldn't move back, but yeah. it's gorgeous and, and good for them. It's a way to get away. I think, right. It's like this beautiful awayness from, from LA. What are yeah. two supplements that have been the biggest game changers for you personally? Body bio gut. Plus her new one. I was taking the sodium butyrate before the stinky one. Mm-hmm. Ugh, that they, was so they gross. They changed that, the taste. It doesn't smell oh, at all. <laughs> that was horrible. And I like, I really like the PC from her too. I think she's super knowledgeable. Yes. I talk to her all the time. I love her. I think she's awesome. Uh, those are the two things that I feel that I take on a regular, regular basis. I take her B, her B too. I take a lot of her products. I think she's awesome. Love it. Yeah, they're a great brand. We obviously we recommend it for patients. You too. did. You you recommended it to me. You're the one who put me on it. Yeah. What's the weirdest wellness thing that you're willing to admit on a podcast that you've done? I don't 
think any of it's weird. What, like a colonic? Like, who cares? Like, none of this stuff is weird. Like, how is that weird? Like, what's the big deal? Weird is I relative. I, I think nothing's weird when it comes to wellness, but I, I don't know. Subjective I don't know. answer. I don't know. There's really nothing that I've done that I'm embarrassed about or that I'd feel is weird. I feel like maybe something that was weird back in the day is now like commonplace. And yeah. I'm so old. I've like been through all of it. So I don't care. <laughs> I don't, Do you- I don't my new hashtag is like, I don't give, I don't care anymore. So like, I really like, there's something about being, I'm 51 years old and it's very liberating. I love that. I love it. Nothing's weird. What's, do you know what Enneagram you are? It's a personality type. I'm curious. No, but you could probably guess. I have no idea. I would guess probably an eight. So someone was like, you're an eight. I, I was in, so funny. I was in Raleigh this past week with a bunch of girls and she's like, you're an eight. I was like, what is that? <laughs> it's probably eight wing saying, seven. You're probably yeah, eight wing like seven. That. Yeah. Or eight wing six or something. I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. But you have I guess to be the I adjacent. Have you, ha- you have to look it up. I'll send you the, the yeah. little assessment. But yeah, I would assume you're an eight wing seven knowing you. Yeah. Last question. What is a book that you've read in the last year? It could be fiction or nonfiction. That's really got you thinking in a, in a fresh new way. Oh, so, well, you know, I I read a lot of the Harvard Business Schools. I read a lot of the Harvard Business School books because they're small. I read, fo- so my fun, my, my fun, my son had his ACL replaced yesterday. So he's actually in the other room with the ice machine on sleeping right now. So I took my Harvard uh, book to the waiting room yesterday and I read Focus while he was in surgery. I, I find those books to be really, really helpful from like uh, if you run a brand, if you're starting a business, if you kind of need to do anything there because they're fast reads. And as you can tell, I'm like a gnat. I have like I'm one place and the next place in a minute. They're really fast reads and there's really good, just simple tools inside those books. Yesterday, I read Focus and you, you can pick them up a lot. of the, I'm traveling a lot. You can get them at the airports. Oh, awesome. They're amazing. There's all different topics. How often, how many books do you read? Uh, not a lot. Not a actually. lot. Actually, yeah. not a lot. I, I don't, don't read time. as much as I, yeah, that's the same no, way for me. No. I, People are like, oh, I'm reading this. I'm like, oh my God, how lucky are you? <laughs> <laughs> so where can people go to learn about all the things we talked about? The salts, the jewelry, all the things to come. Okay. Well, my website where you can find everything is www.jenniferfisher.com. No C. It's Fisher like a fish you're going to eat. And the my Instagram is at Jennifer Fisher Jewelry. And my kitchen account where I cook live every single day and I show you guys my terrible camera skills, but I show you how to cook everything is at Jennifer Fisher Kitchen. Love it. Jennifer, you are a joy to talk to. I am so excited to catch up with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It was so good to see you. You're the best. And as I said, everyone, you've changed my life. So I appreciate you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.